Welcome to Hope is a Strategy, where my guests share their stories of resiliency and persistence, shining a light on hope. My guest today is Yesenia Ramos. She is originally from Puerto Rico, and she lives in Clarksville, Tennessee. And Yesenia and her family are one of our Gold Star families. Welcome, Yesenia. How are you Thank doing you for- today? Good. Thank you for having me over. I, I'm, I'm honored to have you. Honored. Um, so as we talked about earlier um, in our earlier conversation, I'm going to ask you to reflect on a time when you observed or experienced the positive power within yourself to create change in your life. One of the most difficult times in my life was the loss of my husband. Um, That was one of the most impacting times. Um, It's been 11 years. Um, He passed away in May 26, 2011 on his second deployment. Uh, We lost him and six more of his guys from the same unit. So not only my family was impacted, but other families were also involved. Wow, to to lose a family member in the service of our country, that's, I can't imagine. I can't imagine. Um, Share a little bit more about the impact it had on you. I know you've developed some programs based on your experience is that correct yes yes so we were always um concentrated in our kids we have three kids um he raised my oldest at his own since he was four so then we have a daughter and a younger son um our middle daughter well my only daughter she is Shayla um and she has a permanent disability uh, known as Angelman syndrome. So there was a time where things were very complicated back at home and we were both working and then all of a sudden we lost our jobs. And it was having a friend, close friend come by and just, my husband was like, what are you doing? He was in uniform, um, army uniform. Um, So that made him go back and kind of, think about what were the best options for us as a family. But it was more about our children, about Shayla's um, future, what she needed the most. And so that made them consider re-enlisting the military. So we went through that route. Um, It was re-enlisting, it was moving our family from what we all knew for so long. We grew up there, we raised our children, we started raising our children there at Puerto Rico. And then we got stationed at Fort Campbell Airborne Division um, here in Kentucky. And it's between Kentucky and Tennessee. So I've been here for the past 15 years. Um, I finished raising my children here after he passed. I didn't go back home. It was the best decision to make because it was feeling that if I went back, it was like throwing away all the sacrifices he made, including not only him, but me as his wife and us as a family, because we were looking what was best for them. Wow. Um, Tell me a little bit about the programs you developed um, from your experience, because I know that they can be a very good resource for other other families. So I work with the youth. I've been working with the youth. I started as a sport coach. 
I did assistant coach archer and baseball, but I became the head coach for cross country runners, boys and girls. Um, I work with them in leadership as the building their um, correct character, building them as an individual, having them understand that it's not, you know, we're constantly, I constantly hear them say, you know, I can't, but the fact is that they can. Mm-hmm. It's working as an individual, but also realizing that they're a team. And at the end of the day, they become a family because of the constant time they spend together, the relationships they build. And so this helps me help the parents also because there's a lot of this connection there. Um, I continue raising my kids in the way that my husband and I always thought it was best for them. And it was, we stick together no matter what. So it's, that's a model that as a family, I continue having through our journey. And when I build new relationships, I connect with new people, I still use that same model. It's my own life experience, my own life with my children. Um, Shayla is that compass of our home that keeps us moving forward every single day. It's seeing her and realizing I need to get up because she needs me the most. So I use that to help other families in our community and the civil and the civilian communities also. Um, but I'm more inclined into helping those in my same situation because many times we disconnect so much from our own families because we're away, we're far from people um, and from our immediate family. So we build new relationships and we try to you know, keep ourselves afloat through the, the time. And um, if I understand, you've set up support groups or you are kind of an informal support group for, for military families or? So I work a lot with the surviving outreach services. They provide services for those surviving families. And so I constantly collaborate with them, uh, making sure the what we used to know back in let's say a decade ago um, when mm. I became a survivor um, in the years after um, that everything keeps flowing for the new um, incoming survivors because a lot of things continue changing and so we're trying to bring, bring them all together that way um, they know they're not alone it's not just about coming in to receive services but it's their relationships to understand that they're not alone in this journey because it's a lifetime journey. Uh, we move forward, we don't, um, we don't move on. And so having that support helps each one of us to grow once again in ourselves and help our children because we all have different relationships with our loved one. And so it's making sure that they don't lose themselves because of that loss. It's, it's a group no one wants to belong to, but there you are. Yes. And uh, you guys are able to help each other. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, the impact on your family, on your kids, how did you, what was the impact on them and how did you work through that? How did you give them hope? So each one is different, of course, mm. you know, we have, we're unique individuals and I have always seen my kids that way. They're all different. They all have 
had a different relationship with that in a certain way. Um, boys are seven years apart. Um, they both play baseball like that. And so they continue, we continue that baseball routine, um, going to baseball games, keeping themselves in the uh, engage with, with friends and, and family. So, and also having them being there for their sister because sister doesn't know, she doesn't understand. It's the, um, she can, basically she doesn't understand anything that happens around her in a way. Um, so having them, I, it, it was like picking like, okay, this one needs this, this other one, this, this other thing and so on. Trying with the oldest, he was 17 at the time. So he was able to help me with the younger two, um, especially with his brother, keeping him on track. Um, he was being very supportive. Sometimes he kind of also needed his own time. And so he was good with being around friends and that was very helpful, his, his friends. And then with the youngest, it was, um, there was a time that I had to look for somebody else besides myself to come and talk with him to, because he started shutting down with time. She, he started keeping himself to himself. And it was very hard because, you know, you're trying to um, make them understand, understand that you're there for them. And so he's always been close to me, but at the same time, it was, he became very quiet. So I always try to find, okay, we need somebody else. And if one person didn't work, sometimes it was many times a professional, I would go and look for somebody that it was close to us just for him to sit down and just be listened to besides mom. Uh, when it came to Shayla, that has always been the hardest for me because she doesn't understand. Um, she now she's okay at this point in life because she got used to the idea of not having dad coming back home um, because she used to wait for him at the door and they had this routine after school or um, that will be before her just sitting outside the door waiting for the bus or she will wait at the door for him to come home from work. So that was their thing every single day. And so it was her, she wanted everything done by him. Um, she became very pushy with me when she was younger because all she wanted was dad. Um, because for her, that was her life. It was like the person he, she saw through his eyes and everything. And so I had to put myself in, I am here for them. It's not the other way around. It's me being there to um, help them through the process because again, I had to find what was best in different ways for each one of them. Um, and so that I also got me even more closer to my children. Um, one of the things I say, you know, I do two people at the same time. Because if I wake, if she wakes up, I have to wake up. If she eat, if I eat, she needs to eat, um, and so on and on. So it's it's two people in one, and so I see her, and that puts me into having that light in a dark tunnel, 
in a world that for me was completely shattered, that I didn't know how to pick up all my pieces and put them back together because putting them together was going to always have a missing big piece in my life. And so I had to maneuver around and he will always say, he always said to me, um, especially when we joined the military, it was the, she is the compass of our home. No matter what you focus on her and her alone, everything else about me, you work through. And it was the, he knew he will always said, you know, if something's going to happen to me, it's going to happen anywhere. And I want you, you and the kids to be well, to be well taken care of and for you to be able to take care of them. And so I believe he was never wrong about it. He knew exactly how to put all the that plan together for the next, next step, the next chapter of our life, considering if he wasn't going to be with us. That's, that's tough with a young family. That's tough on your own. Mm-hmm. And then to have such a young family how, how are you guys doing now? How are the kids now? Oh, they're doing very good. Um, my oldest is, um, is already a dad. He made me a grandma. She's going to be four months old. Oh, my and goodness. Congratulations. Great. Thank you. She's gorgeous. How exciting. How exciting. So then my daughter, she is at home now. She already graduated from school. And so now it's making things. Um, it's always, it's, I'm always planning. So it's having the right people to help us, help me, help her. Um, and that it's sometimes a little bit difficult because sometimes you don't find the right person to work with you for her um, because of her disability. Because, I mean, we struggle nowadays to have to hire people. And that's a fact. And then, but she does great. Um, me and her are very close to each other. I mean, basically we do, (laughs) I'm always doing something together with her. So I'm her main caregiver right now. And then with the help of the boys, of course, um, my youngest lives with us. Um, He is doing amazing. He works, he now has a girlfriend. And so that's a different stage for us right now. And so, but again, it's, we always gravitate towards each other um, because that was the way we always raised our children. Um, It was going to do the grocery list together as a family as a whole so imagine you know two adults with three kids and at the grocery store (laughs) or any place uh running to baseball uh, practices in the afternoon and you know having one car and just running you know him to pick me up then running to get the boys and and Shayla and then running to you know two different baseball fields and it was like madness um here when he was gone it was the me still doing the same thing, um, chasing each kid everywhere and trying to keep a balance, keeping somehow a balance. They are my balance. Um, and Shayla is who allows, helps me get up every morning. And she, well, sometimes it's really early in the morning, just saying, but, um, I keep moving. I keep moving because I know she needs me. And I know she is the reason, one of the biggest reasons I am where I am in life. Um, I am the mom I am because of them. And um, I am who I am again, because they keep me moving forward. Is the, they're supportive. They, 
it's like now being, you know, at the young age, it's like, you know, I need you, mom, for everything. But um, yeah, Shayla still does. But with the boys, is I can't say anything to them. And they're there to help me, uh, to support me. And sometimes I come with crazy ideas and they go like, mom, really? <laughs> typical, typical boys, typical yes. friends. <laughs> yes. And then um, when they're like, um, when people meet us and they go like, really? She's your mom? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm their mom. <laughs> so it's, 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 it's different. Um we're in a good place after everything that has happened. Um, and he's always, my husband is always present in one way or the other, especially when your youngest child looks just like his father. <laughs> oh my, yes. <laughs> so can't deny it. Yeah. That, that part I do understand. My son looks nothing like me and everything like his dad. So yeah. I, and my husband is always with me, even though he's not. Yeah. Um, so to, to close out, um, what message of hope could you give someone who is in a similar situation as yours or to anyone for that matter, because you've gone through quite a bit? Yes, it's my hope is I start with God. God has given me the strength that even at some point when everything happened, um, I wasn't angry at God. Um, I never was that I distanced myself probably a little bit, but it was trying to find who I, what I was becoming, what life was going to look like. It was trying to see where, which way to go. Um, and I always knew what was best was keep my children in the same place. My husband left us, um, is keeping a focus on what you believe in, uh, what your heart set, tells you it's the right thing for you and your, your family, your home. Um, sometimes you may not have children, but you always have something or someone that helps you through the, through the journey. Um, it's not, we can't do this by ourselves. And I believe God has put me in a, in where he needs me to be. It's moving forward little by little, taking time to breathe, um, taking care of those, taking care of myself, because if mm -hmm. I can't take care of myself, I can't take care of my children, the people that needs me. Um, always realizing that, again, we're not alone. Um, I always, there was a time that I thought I, I was alone and um I realized that that wasn't true. Um, so my hope was has always been, gosh, my family, Shayla, that keeps me moving every single day, waking up every morning to get two people ready um, mm -hmm. for the journey. Um, realizing that when I need um, to breathe, to have where to go, who to talk to, because again, the journey may, may not seem easy, but at least there will always be somebody that is willing with a kind heart to be there for you. Even if it's that, that's just to listen to you or just to 
sit next to you and not say anything. Because again, many times we start taking care of us and things get more complicated. So always find help. Always have somebody that you can trust. Think about, look around you and see what's important to you. For me, it's always been my children more than anything in the world. Um, it's been having Shayla in my life to guide me through. And there was a time that I thought I didn't understand why Shayla was um, the way she was. I didn't understand why God given me a child with a disability. Um, and it wasn't never been a burden. But, you know, you ask those things, you know, and when I had my conversations with my husband, um, he said many things and it was always related to her. And then when he passed and not just by looking at her right away the next morning, it was, okay, I understand now. And with time, it gets more and more clear um, that if it wouldn't been because she is the way she is, maybe I wouldn't survive what happened to us. So- wow. Again, it's always finding a middle ground, finding the support we need. There's so many people out there with a kind heart. And sometimes we don't see them because we're blinded by our hurt. But there's always good people willing to help you, willing to listen to you. And so I believe that will always be um, one of the things that keeps me moving forward. Wow, what a powerful story. I really appreciate you sharing it with us today, Senia. And lots of love to you and your family. And yeah. Um, I love just, yeah. thank you for the opportunity. It's um, I'm always sharing about my my life experience. I want to help others, um, even if it's just to tell you my story. Sometimes, you know, we hear stories um, of other people, and you go like, oh my God. I can relate to that. Mm -hmm. This person do that, help them grow and, and had them go in the right direction, or at least had them, you know, get up and do one step at a time. That's so powerful. That's my intention. Oh, uh, well, God bless you and your intention. And uh, you I'm thrilled to have you on the show today. And I appreciate it so much. Thank you for having me. You bet. Thank you.